Welcome to John Wayne Lie to You, the storytelling podcast featuring me, your skeezy uncle who sells you a nickel bag in the alley behind the house on Thanksgiving Day. John Wayne, that's right, here I am, back again. I am in Wayne Manor, of course, today, nestled in the East Wing in the Library of Evil, as I am, as I am wont to do, even. Uh, I have a nice big cup of black coffee in my huge Drink Coffee Hill Satan mug. Uh, Shouts out Alicia and Chris. I have a ice cold Topo Chico again in a throwback label. I am just, uh, I don't know, I feel like I've been whisked away back in time almost. And uh, oh my goodness, do I have. I have some grandpappy's medicine for you, my laddies. Uh, I've got a nice heaping bowl of grandpappy's medicine. I've been, um, uh, you know, I've been taking my medicine uh, for a while now this morning before the recording here. And uh, it's good. I'll tell you why. I got uh, some very good uh, strains this week. I actually got two strains um, that uh, I, I am enjoying. I, I mixed them a little bit together. I tried them separately last night when I got them. One strain is uh, called Mimosa, which is very nice. Uh, it's like, uh, according to like Leafly, it's supposed to be like, a, like everything is good with Mimosa because you know, it's like you could drink them any time of the day. I don't know. Some weird analogy they made, but it is pretty good. It's nice and uh, it's got nice flavors. It's uh, gives it gives you a nice high. But then I also picked up a, a smaller amount of this uh, a Kush hybrid, and I forget what it is now. But uh, it's excellent, most excellent. And I had us, uh, you know, here the library gets, you know, um, you know, our, our social distance guests every once in a while, or the people that are actually like in my bubble of people. I talked to and one of them is of course the monsignor and he uh stopped by last night actually to to bless me with a blessing of uh of his bounty and uh he brought a, a tasting of some different strains and my god we smoked this uh we went like to the devil's house where we were trying these strains and he had this one and he was like oh man let's just roll a joint of this and i was like oh shit so we rolled this f- really fat joint of this super purple uh crazy ass shit i forget what it was called god damn it uh it was fuck anyway it was badass i'll look i'll i'll, fi- I'll figure it out when, when, during one of these breaks i mean that uh it was good man we sat on the porch uh my front porch is night is actually like kind of cooling off in the evening and by you know of course i am here in, in uh houston h-town dirty third 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 coast shouts out and it's hot as you know, hot as fuck always. So it's still hot. You know, I, I I'm I do have to say I, I am a little uh, jealous of these. I see some of my friends that live in the you know in the northeast, especially like posting uh, or tweeting like put on a sweater today. Now it's officially Halloween Eve and like all this shit. And I'm I'm here, you know, fucking wearing you know short short like short cut off fucking cheerleader shorts, just trying to uh, you know keep it cool down there and everywhere because it's hot but it's starting to get like the last couple days i don't know if it's just a front or whatever but it's been cooler it was cool last night sitting out there on the porch it was a great time i i highly encourage uh you to to uh if you can you know enjoy things like that uh especially with a big fat sleeve uh but anyway thank you guys for joining me again it's been uh it's been a time what a time this week has been before i get any further though, I do have to. Uh, it's the first of the month. Wake up, wake up, wake up, get your choice, get up, sit up, get up. It's the first of the month. That's right. 
It's time to give a shout out to each and every one of my Patreon supporters. Uh, I thank you guys so much. You rule. These are, these are the people who uh, joined one of the tiers on my Patreon uh, at patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. Uh, so what's up? Uh, Hugo Camacho, what is up, man? You're doing it out there. Ornisi's Press. Uh, and uh, killing it, killing it. I love it, man. Good luck on the on the uh, anthology I saw you guys put together. Jamie Jamie Gucker, you bad motherfucker. You, you're the best. I love you. Shouts out to you, my friend. Jessica Reeves, you are an awesome, awesome person. Shouts out to you, my good friend. Keep up all the good work. Cody Jacks, the code man, keeping it real, holding it down for everybody up there uh, around the old Sprang area. I love you, Cody, man. Take it easy. Nick Hogleg Poncio, go fuck yourself. I mean, I love you. Uh, Shannon Bradner, what is up, girl? Thank you so much for your support. Tim Feely, what's up, man? I should be, uh, you know, I think I'm going to be uh, up around somewhere your way soon. We'll talk. John Rodney, what is up, my man? Shouts out to you. I love you, dude. Thank you so much for all your support. Mary Beecher, what's up, girl? Out in Chicago, land, doing it. Uh, I I, I'm, you know, I see your pictures of the cosplay. I like remembering your cosplay uh, as we all get ready to hopefully have conventions. And it, it just, uh, it, it makes me excited to get out there again. Shouts out to you. Judy Medill, my mom, my mom's going to be in town. Uh, she's actually in Dallas right now. She'll be in the mansion uh, in a couple of weeks. So, you know, tune in for that. Amy Torres McCoy, what's up, girl? Your smile is the best. I love you so much. I can't wait to hear you laugh in, per- in person right in my ear. Uh, Charles Chadwick, Burt Stanton is dead, my friends. Uh, welcome to you. Shouts out, dude. I think, you know, hey, man, maybe we'll do this this Vegas thing. We'll talk about it. We've been talking about it. Jared Barbie, one of the man in the head fucking helm over at Death's Head Press. What's up, man? I'll be traveling with uh, Jared Barbie to, uh, you know, kind of like a, a revisiting our, our trip to Kentucky last year that we took, actually. We'll be taking another one here in October soon. Uh, we'll, we'll, it'll, be, it'll be like part two, Electric Boogaloo. I can't wait, actually. We talked about it yesterday. David DeBernadinez, what's up, my friend? I hope you are doing well out there. I love you, dude. I uh, think about you every day. Keep killing it, man. Keep it up, up the good work with all your writing. Uh, Alicia and Chris Stamps, what's up, guys? I love you so much. Thank you for all your support. Thanks for always listening and, and commenting miko reese what's up girl i see you out there we're gonna see each other soon man it's it's uh it's gonna happen i love you thank you so much josh martins spicoli my little brother keep it man keep those beers cold up there at the at the brewery the monkey whatever it is in chicago i can't wait to come see you man uh dustin hendrix what's up dude i'm, I'm digging the new ink that you've been getting man it looks good keep up the good work dude shouts out to you oscar garcia what is up my friend you keep doing it keep that baby cute and keep that uh that ass sweet you know what i'm saying jay Wright, what is up my friend welcome sir you are uh a bad motherfucker, and I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Uh, David McCoy, thank you so much, dude. Welcome. Uh, shouts out to you, my friend. Oh, and you are Amy. Yeah, so welcome. Thank you, guys. Thank you for joining the good fight, David. I, I love you so much. Uh, Charles Steele, what's up? Chuck, a.k.a. Funko Hunter 803, my man. Charles the Animal Steel. And last but not least, shouts out to the lovely and wonderful Christy Patterson. Thank you so much for sending me that pin this week and that Valentine. It was uh, very much needed. Uh, just It really uh, was uplifting, and I very much appreciate it. I love you so much, Christy. Thank you. Uh, and thank you to all my, my Patreon supporters, guys. It really it helps a lot, and I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. If you want to check out the things I do on Patreon, go to patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. One of the things that uh, everybody gets, no matter what tier you sign up for, 
is uh, another weekly podcast I do called the Awesome Dude for Life Boner Bonus Podcast. And that is where I talk to uh, artists from around the country in all different kinds of uh, disciplines and mediums that I've met uh, throughout my travels. And we we talk about what's going on. It's been uh, a ton of fun. And we'll talk a little bit more about it later. But uh, this one, this week, I'm especially... uh, uh, excited to, to share with you guys. So head on over there. Um, even if you, if you just want the podcast, you can join the dollar beer club. It's just a dollar a month and, and you get the podcast. Uh, and if you want to kick in a little more, you know, you'll get some extras if you do the thing, or you can just leave a donation, whatever you want. I appreciate you guys just for listening and, and spreading the good word. Thank you so, so much. So anyway, this week, it's been another week of, uh, here, you know, I've, I, I feel like I've been spinning my wheels a little bit more, um, lately than than I have been and I don't know I, I've like uh, things are going well I have nothing nothing to complain about but it's like I'm just everything's starting to really meld together now and uh it's just uh, it was just a little bit uh, of a tougher week for me mentally as far as everything like that went uh those kind of things go but I mean I did complete you know I did complete uh a rather you know a pretty big work in progress that I was working on. Uh, and that felt good to complete. At the same time, I'm revising some uh, other things that are done and and bouncing back and forth. I uh, so I got I mean, I got a lot done. I, I drew like some really I mean, this magazine that Nick P and I are putting together. Uh, if we, you know, get our shit together and get it out sooner rather than later, I'm really excited about how this is going to be if I, I've, I've talked about it before. But what we're doing is putting together like a, a parody kind of magazine of of the old like 40s and 50s detective magazines of which there were a ton like and they were all stupid names like detective magazine and then detectives magazine and then the detective magazine and detective but butthole shit i don't know it, they're just a bunch of ty- and they're hilarious like uh to look at them now and also pretty interesting the way the stories are written and so we're kind of getting inspiration from those and uh <clears throat> I've been, as I've said, I've been drawing like these, you know, fake ads for it, uh, to which I, I think I've got 21 I've completed. So I'd actually completed two this week, which I thought were really funny. Uh, one of them, I'll just say it's called the Casio fuck watch, which, you know, I thought was really funny. And, uh, that was a lot of fun. So I, I got these two things done. Uh, I had a story rejected and then two days later, another story accepted. So it's like, good thing you know it's all whatever and it, the rejection was great i got feedback from them and and i'll you know i'm taking it back to uh apply it to the story and you know it, it's all good it's just um it's one of those times when like i talk about just hard it's just uh you know you ha- i have everything here that i want and you know and everything's going good but it's like uh like i said just spinning my wheels i feel like um i'm stuck in the mud but still winning the race race if that makes sense i don't know um it's a weird contradictory thing i mean also this weed is it's really good so so yeah it's been an interesting week but uh a good one in the sense that you know i've accomplished things i did my second yoga class uh which was awesome uh again it's taught uh, my sister carrie teaches this uh online on zoom shouts out carrie uh if you go to uh, at feeling fit with carrie on instagram you can, you know, she's got a bunch of different classes you can you can sign up for, and it's it's inexpensive, and uh, it's uh it's good. She's a great teacher. I I'm loving it so far. Uh, I looked forward to doing it. So you know, I'm gonna 
uh, you know, I'm going to turn into like a yogi here, maybe not really, but I, I, I can't even touch my toes in the reaches and stuff. But when I can, I'll let you know, but it was a lot of fun and, and relaxing. And I did the same thing kind of where I went and did a run, a run. I think I did like two and a half miles and, and I was super sweaty. And then I came home and had like an hour in between. And then I did the class. So I was kind of loose. I felt good. It was very, it was very good. I, I enjoyed it. Um, uh, you know, but trying to also work on things like not uh, reacting like uh, emotionally or defensively for every little thing. And that's like, again, me like having to figure out what to do with this energy that gets all knotted up inside of me that I, I don't have a place to put anymore. And uh, so, you know, it's um, it, it, it need, you know, I just need to figure out a more constructive way. And I've been like being mindful of that and working on it. And it's, I'm not saying that like, you know, I'm not flying off the handle or anything like what? Yeah, bitch. And like throwing pots and pans, but it's just, it's, it's stupid stuff. Like, you know, uh, Hey, this movie's coming out. No, it's not. What are you talking about? But you know, just like dumb shit like that, where I, you know, uh, have these initial reactions. Just like, just stop and think for a second, you know, but I'm getting better, like I said, and that's what it's all about. Uh, speaking of getting better, I think um, we'll go into our three-card tarot reading right now. That was a good little uh, a good little segue into it, you know. Uh, so every week, uh, as you know or do not know, I do a three-card tarot reading on myself where I uh, just write down the things that have been on my mind lately and kind of look at what the cards, uh, through the you know perspective of the cards, get a little bit of clarity in a, in a way of a perspective and looking at things from a different perspective and uh, a different angle. And um, it's very fun. Uh, I also do a card of the day reading every single morning on my Instagram story at John Wayne is dead. So if you want to learn more about it, like that's, it's been a huge learning tool for me and it's just a lot of fun. Uh, you can check it out there every day. So, so this week, like I said, it was kind of like a, you know, a, a harder week, uh, mentally to get through I think for me so what I was thinking about this morning when I was you know going over this was you know staying positively motivated you know I'm motivated but you know again it's thinking about what are my motivation what is motivating me to do these things and I need to stay positive in all of those things uh which I am but it's you know it's just sometimes it's so hard uh that it's you know, it's just one of these obstacles. I don't know. Um, and also, uh, you know, strength, keeping myself like uh, in that area, positive, strong to, you know, not let this like negativity creep in that kind of shit. Uh, unwavering focus. That's super important because it's like these, you know, I, I'm not really, uh, it's, I don't really fall for like distractions and shit very easily uh, or, or usually at all. But I feel like maybe my, you know, just being down was like a, that was a form of uh, resistance, you know, or was trying to pull me off the path and distract me. And I'm like, ah, I gotta stay focused. And also patience, you know, it's just, gosh, this is an ultimate fucking exercise in patience, isn't it? So, uh, so these are the things I'm working on. So I, uh, you know, shook up the old cards, shook them up like in a, you know, like in a Yahtzee thing. No, uh, I, I, so uh, first card I pulled today is strength interesting um so this card actually uh this is a, this is a cool reading I, I like how this went so this is actually speaking to inner strength right and, and our ability to overcome any obstacle so that's kind of what a, a su like super applies to like what i 
was saying earlier about just, you know, this is something else to overcome, this whole mental block, this whole, you know, still waiting, still waiting. It's a, it's a new obstacle, you know, that uh, we need, you know, I just need like, you know, just keep that inner strength up to get through it. Uh, you know, the inner uh, stamina, persistence, patience, inner calm. These are all what come together in your inner strength to help keep keep going forward. When I say you, I'm, I'm talking about me. I'm, you know, just speaking like that. Um, you know, you, you, when you have the strength, it's you don't realize sometimes that you're you're a quiet influence on other people. And, you know, it's important for you to I like the way I'm reading it's important for you to you know, keep these qualities sharp, you know, it's, you, you don't know, you never know when you're helping somebody else just through what maybe something you say or do. Uh, so it's like, I just was, I, I thought that was kind of cool to keep that in mind, because that can motivate, you know, me, especially to to stay positive and, and, uh, you know, fe- you know, get through the hard times. Uh, you know, have confidence to overcome fear and doubt. I've, you know, I, you, you look at this like we've had confidence in the past to get through these things. It's just another thing, you know. It's you know, the confidence, uh, you know, shouldn't diminish. It should be increasing with everything, despite the the obstacle or amount of obstacles we're going through. You know, we just, I, I mean, I, I'm looking at you know, looking at that, focusing on that, thinking about the things I've learned in the past, and that and that renews that confidence. Uh, you know. I guess uh, this was pretty interesting going through a rough time or burnt out. So that's like, it's saying like, that's probably what's happening right now. That's why we need to draw on this inner strength. You know, we need to have courage and uh, you know, persevere, find it within ourselves. Like, you know, we talk about that, the, the answers are you know usually in there, listen to our intuition, but we have this motivation within ourselves already. Like I said, it, for me, I, I'm thinking about, other shit that I've been through where I'm like, I got through that, you know, I, you know, look at this, this is, you know, I I can do this. I've gotten through things in the past and I I will do get through this as well. And I will learn how to handle it better down the road. Um, you know, and this also was like, uh, kind of spot on with this, with this card, we're being called to like tame our gut emotion reactions. Like I just fucking talked about, um, and channel that energy, uh, you know, constructively, like I was saying. So it's, it's, you know, we want to keep our emotional responses in check right now. So I feel like that that's one thing to work on to kind of bring some balance back in uh, to this energy of, uh, you know, this inner strength, get that all back on track. Um, so next card, I got four of pentacles reversed. Um, this is actually the same thing for me, you know, because just finances and money and not working and you know all this kind of stuff reevaluate and redefine our relationship with money um which is something i was you know i i don't think about often but you know i you have to um and you know we're it says like you know look at are we are we placing too much value on material things right now uh you know in in a sense of like i i looked at it as we may be doing that uh, as a distraction right now. It's it's maybe you're more apt to you know buy shit that you don't need as a distraction from uh, everything that's going on. I mean, and that's the kind of thing where it's like, did I need this? Do I need? And that's that's something I'm also working on. You know, I collect a bunch of shit. You know, and from toys to books and uh, the records and all kinds of stuff like that. So I've been having to like kind of. Th- think a little bit rather than just 
you know, impulse, just going out and just getting it or ordering the, the record or ordering, pre-ordering this, whatever fucking pop I want. It's just, I, you know, and that, and this kind of reinforces that like, all right, good. Just be thinking about that. Um, but when you spe- it's, so when we spend excessively like this, we're just causing more stress and anxiety uh, for ourselves, especially around this topic, because we're just kind of digging this hole deeper and deeper. Uh, watch that we don't start getting greedy or uh, ne- you know or neglecting other aspects of our life because we're we're just starting to f- just get focused on the creation of wealth when we get greedy <clears throat> and and if this is something happening, you know, we just ac- actually need to examine. Uh, if the way we're, if our relationship with money, the way we're handling it is, is truly what is making us happy, you know? Um, so with that, I'm just kind of like, yeah, you know, are you just, you know, we buy stuff to distract us, to make us happy sometimes. Like, uh, and it's just, that's not what we need to be doing right now. Uh, with, but like it says, you know, with all the, it says there's a lot of chaos going on around no shit. Um, this this card can be you know uh, can help you a little bit better. You go into like a protection mode and you stay in your house, like it like it says in you know um, in a controlled environment, and maybe do something like uh, rearrange your furniture or you know do something else. It have to give you that little bit of uh, control back to to a, a to something that you have control over, and then from there it, it, you know you would exercise that control on bigger and bigger things like then you'd get to money and uh hopefully you're you know good so that's uh that was very in- uh, interesting as well next card last card king of wands um so this is you know the king of wands is a leader with a, a strong visionary leader like this is the guy that uh he didn't necessarily come up with the idea you know maybe he helped create the idea but he's more coming in to start getting you know manifesting this uh you know he's he he has the the clear vision of what it's supposed to be uh and how to get there from like from the get like he just that's what he's good at or what they're good at and uh and and you know also very good at directing a team of people or a group of people towards a common goal um and that's because you <clears throat> when you approach things like that and with that confidence and you have that clear vision and a, a, a good attitude about it, you know, it's not, it's not hard to have the, the support of people around you, you know, and especially, you know, you, you there's a cur- certain charisma and a, a focused, determined, like, uh, energy about, you know, this, this kind of a visionary leader that steps in and, and everyone's like, yes, this makes sense. So it's easy to to you know kind of everyone to fall in line and do their part because you're doing your part as well um you know to make this happen uh you know look at make sure to lead life our life with intent and a long-term view so that's something that like i've been talking about with card of the day the last couple of weeks actually it's been a lot of things about long-term thinking in the long term uh which i'm sure a lot of us are doing right now a lot of people's lives are completely changing so the long term uh that that was our long-term goal in January uh, has, you know, possibly extremely like switched, you know, wildly. So, you know, we need to make sure that we have that long term, that we need to make sure the things that we're focusing on are leading us to the long term here. Um, 
you know, see it, see, we need to see things through that are, that are going to be, uh, helping our long-term goal. You know, we don't want to waste time, uh, on activities or relationships and things right now that aren't on that kind of long-term path or that are totally completely off the path of our, to our goals. Um, you know, and that's just something that kind of constantly comes up. Uh, and I feel like that's just like, Hey, make sure you're not getting distracted, you know, make sure you're not, uh, you know, Oh, there's a bunny over there and you chased it. Next thing you know, you spent, you know, a week and a half fucking, fucking off on, you know, my iPad. I don't know. Anyway, I'm just saying like, don't, you know, that's the way I'm looking at this and you're making sure that don't waste time on those type of things. And if somebody is like, if you have a person in your life also that's, you know, maybe zapping your energy or something, you know, or just bringing you down or is not a positive influence on you in any way, you might just want to like take a break from them or, you know, or, you know, get them out of your life altogether. I don't know. I can't make these decisions for you, but that is our reading for this week. I, uh, I enjoyed that. I got a lot out of that one. I hope you did as well. Um, like I said, you can check out my Instagram story just if you follow me at John Wayne is dead. And every single morning I do a card of the day reading uh, and it's a lot of fun. And then it goes right to the John Wayne is dead YouTube channel where you can check it out as well. Now, uh, I mentioned the awesome dude for life boner bonus podcast that I, that is on my Patreon every week uh, earlier. So and if you've been listening to the show, you know, you know, the last few weeks, what I've been doing months is taking a, an, a portion of the uh, episode that's com- that also comes out today on Monday on my Patreon and, and putting it in here to give you a little taste, a little, little flavor, if you will. And, uh, you know, just and also to introduce my guest to to everyone on this, you know, the listeners of this podcast. And I uh, you know if you're interested in, in more, you can check them out or, you know, you can head on over to the Patreon and listen to the whole episode, join one of the tiers. Uh, but, you know, every week on that show, I talk to, like I said, you know, people that I've met all around the country that, uh, you know, are artists of some kind or creators, what, you know, all, all kinds of people, you know, but the, it's usually people that I have some relationship with either, you know, just meet, you know, I've, I've usually met these people in some fashion, right? This one is a little bit different. Um, I, uh, I happened to just run into this guy at a mutual friend's house in passing and uh, a, a music conversation was struck up and I got to, you know, we had a, a, a very brief exchange, but where it was like, all right, man, I want to talk to you some more about this. And he's like, yeah. And I end up getting him on the podcast and uh, it was an excellent conversation. I'm really excited about this one. This guy is uh, a, a, a music entrepreneur. Like he runs a, a, you know, his business brings bands from America to Tokyo uh, to tour and then vice versa, you know, bands back here. It was an excellent story. Uh, you know, he has an awesome story. His life is pretty interesting and, uh, he's done a lot of cool things. I don't want to give away everything, but he, it it was a, it was a awesome conversation and I definitely will be talking to him again, but it, it was like, you know, our, our first time to really even be talking to each other. And, uh, it was awesome. Uh, this guy is, uh, very cool. Check him out. And here's a little taste of it. Uh, this is me and my new friend, uh, David Isaac. You, you mentioned you take bands on tour. Are are you when you bring them here or there? Are you with them in like a like a kind of a road manager type situation or or? Yeah, I do that too. It depends on how you know uh, I bill it. You know, mm-hmm. for the most part, uh, like I, you know, just 
that's why I can't really put a name to what I do. I just, in the worst terms, you can call me like a, a, a like a Sherpa, you know, in, in the rest, <laughs> greatest terms, you can be like music impresario. Like I finance and uh, uh, do tours, but some bands going overseas, they just don't know where to start, especially going to Japan. It's a, it's a really unknown market. Um, you know, it's a really hard language to speak to begin with, you know? And so, uh, you know, learning the language and, uh, the, the, the scene is just so much different. There's a rehearsal in the more, uh, in the early afternoon. Uh, you go to the club and rehearse. Yes. You go to the club and rehearse. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. You go to the club and rehearse, um, maybe somewhere between two and four or two and five. Uh, the show or the club will open. They'll say open time. Uh, well, right before that, there's a meeting. Almost always, like at a, the more expensive the venue is, or uh, the more friendly it is, I guess. Yeah, there's usually a meeting taking place. Right. Uh, everybody kind of introduce themselves. Mm-hmm. It's a big thing you'll hear a lot at shows. Yoroshiku It's like a nice to meet you. But also a, uh, a look forward to working with you sort of thing. So it's like a work uh, pleasantry that you okay. say a lot. <clears throat> and so, uh, you all go ahead. So what, what do you when you in the meetings like what's ha- what's happening? Like are you uh, uh, like is it a safety meeting or are they like are, is somebody looking down and like and don't you guys fuck up? Is that kind of meeting or, or what, what is this meeting? <laughs> what is this meeting about? <laughs> well, uh, yeah, well, you will. Uh, like I said, it's a very organized uh culture in terms of uh, the music scene um so the live house manager in in these cases will uh, summon all of the bands uh in a circle and so like if it's a big venue there's like six or seven bands like everybody will just fucking stand in a circle and and uh, the manager will be like okay everybody uh they'll you know hajimaru they'll, they'll start the meeting and then the bands introduce themselves so you know uh They'll start with this band, probably the opening act, and just point to them. And they'll say the name, so and so, Azuki Washers, and uh, you know they're gonna play today. Blah blah blah. Yeah. And then everybody claps. Uh, or uh, then the band says, uh, "Hi," and they say their name. Hi, Azuki Washers. This Yoroshiku no Gashimas. And then everybody claps. Clap 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 clap. Uh, oh. So then the next band, and then it gets to us. And uh, I'm always like a clown, you know. I'm like a mascot. Uh, I. I, I it, it, when I talk to other people about, you know, what I do, I kind of tell them I, I get paid to be me. That's uh, that's the thing. That's the dream, dude. <laughs> so you know, my friends in Japan love me because I'm this big, goofy black guy, just like David Tadesh. You know, like I get my own sometimes. <laughs> like they introduce the bands because uh, I'll teach the bands what to say. You know, you know, but they'll be like, oh, and, and David, by the way, you know, Big David, you know, he brings the bands and stuff and. So, so that is uh, interesting and also very bizarre. I don't know if I would be able to keep a straight. I'm sure it's it's fun, right? It's lighthearted. Like it's uh, like uh, do they frown on do they frown on the band showing up uh, staggeringly drunk before the shows? Well, definitely. I think that's happened once uh, with a, a young band. I won't call them out for sure, bless their hearts, uh, because I saw the anguish in their face. You know, you're on you, notice. You're on notice, band. We don't know you. <laughs> we got when you. You're, 
when you're with uh, collectivism, uh, they probably would understand. I don't think I don't think the guy uh, speaks English, but or understands English. Everybody speaks it, but uh, hearing the accent, you know, is uh, right. But uh, yeah, so yeah, showing up to drug, dude, you don't want to do that. But afterwards, dude, and that's the thing, you know, as far as uh, formalities go, after the show, there's always what's called a uh, uchiage, almost always, and that's a that's a kampai, like an after party, uchiage. And so that's where everybody gets a beer and they say kampai, and and then they drink, and then you know all, and this is collectivism. This is bands only, the managers and the staff. And you know, if you're cool enough, you get to meet the senpai. You get to meet the manager, and he'll he'll chat with you a little bit, have a beer, and invite you again. I love that. That sounds awesome. That's much better than the uh, like, uh, uh, move your shit out the back when you're done that you get like. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like, and you find you go back and they've towed your car and, you know, and then brought it back and retowed it again. And they towed your trailer as well. And they towed them to separate places. You know, it's like it sounds much better than that. Um, that didn't really happen. I was just, you know, <laughs> but that's just a scenario that possibly some people <laughs> have been through. Um, the way I've understood it from some of our friends that have toured uh, uh, um, in like gone on like uh, European tours and even like to Japan. Uh, you know, they get, I guess they, they talk to somebody like what you exactly are saying. And then the person like you organize, like, like if, if I was like, all right, David, we're coming. And like Chris and I go over, meet you in Japan. We don't bring all our gear, right? Like you have, are, are there amps that are like, like arranged for us to use? You just bring guitars or, uh, and then they said like, that's arranged. And then they, like, you would go like venue to venue with us, like almost like, you know, our thing, like you'd always kind of be chilling with the band for the whole tour. Is that sound like what you do? Because I don't want to haul an amp. Yeah, well, the, it'll, it'll be a case by case basis. If, if you are a lower card band who's never toured Japan before, uh, I would I would categorize you, uh, for example, in like a bronze category. And so that's somebody who probably approaches me or category three, you know, uh, Somebody who approaches me, somebody who wants to do a promotional run, uh, get, or somebody who wants to uh, indulge in cultural exchange and and promote their music uh, wholesale in person, uh, then they'll hire me to do that. And so, uh, you know, that's a certain level. Then there's like mid tier bands. Sometimes it's kind of like, okay, it's half ass. I put you over, and you kind of half ass. You know, pay me a little bit. Uh, you know, and then third tier band like the Fall of Troy or Chon, um, you know, I'd have to pay for flights and stuff. And yes, I'd go with them the whole tour. Uh, lower card bands, mid card bands, usually uh, up until now, I go with them the whole tour. But I could probably have staff members, uh, you know, do most of the legwork as far as following them around, depending on how many bands I have on the road at the time. But uh, the higher higher level bands that I've invested in, I, I definitely have mm -hmm. to babysit them a lot more and uh, give them, uh, you know, the rock star attention when it's called for, <laughs> which isn't no. easy. <laughs> no, definitely. But um, but do you have to bring like amps and drums oh, from and to America to there, or do you have like do they have stuff for you to use, or does your so, company uh, provide that? So yeah, uh, in most cases, my my company would provide that and 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 work a deal with the venue and uh, arrange that. Uh, you know, uh, it's 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 pretty standardized. You know, a lot in a lot of the cases, venues already have uh, the amplifiers there, 
so uh, you know, an eight by ten refrigerator is very common. A full scale uh, full scale drum set uh, with all the fixings, uh, and then uh, a few guitar amps to choose from. Usually Fenders, uh, Marshalls, and every now and then I see uh, JPEGs or uh, something like that. Is that right, JPEGs? Ampeg. Jazz chords. Jazz chords. Uh, and the venue. Oh, this is the provided from the venue themselves. You say have all this stuff. Uh, well, yeah, it depends on on the venue or the place. But yeah, I'd, I'd say a lot of venues will already have it in house and 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 charge a fee for the usage. Of oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, a lot of promoters don't even exist out there because a lot of the booking is done in house. And so, I've been able to offer sort of a uh, you know third party. A window to 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 get access to some of those venues that can't speak English, or some of the venues that uh, want to uh, give a discount on their fees just because they want to promote international music. You know, you have the Olympics coming up, so cultural exchange is really my shtick. You know, I like I really like walking around with bands and just uh, telling them about different parts of Japan. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that I don't know. That would be like I. I drive pretty much everywhere I go, but I I do fly to some of the places. It just will make better sense. Um, we take the bullet one, train from time to time. Um, <laughs> it yeah. goes, I think, 300 kilometers an hour. You know? Damn. Well, yeah. <laughs> here here in the... here, I don't... I mean, I'm just traveling this this great land of ours when they allowed us to. Uh, so, But I will have a guitar with me on the road everywhere I go because I'll play at some of the after parties at the conventions and shit or I'll just fucking... Play. I just want to have a guitar with me, but I don't yep. want to. I mean, I hate to be that asshole like on the plane with the guitar. Like, I don't want to be that guy. I just, you know, I already look like a fucking moron. You know, I've got a haircut, I'm covered in tattoos. And then, like, oh, look at me. I got my guitar on the flight. Like, uh, you know, I might have to arrange for a guitar to be there too. So I'm just yeah, saying, definitely. like, just uh, all these things. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, you know, case by case basis, a band with a smaller budget is obviously going to want to cut corners, but. I would suggest bringing your uh, instrument unless you have like something custom made or unless you have something uh, that's really expensive that you don't want to uh, risk taking a flight with, you know? Yeah. I could just but imagine yeah. like Chris trying to, we have to like uh, all these bass, like drums and like giving them to the sky cap and shit. No, like, no, no. Hey man, uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no. no, full skill drum set. And uh, you know, you, you, you just bring your instruments. Drummer just brings his sticks and pedals. Uh, symbols if he prefers as well um but yeah it, it's all gravy on the on the equipment thing that sounds that this sounds fucking uh very awesome dude are you a musician yourself do you make music at all um as well or are you just an appreciate you know this appreciator or entrepreneurially yeah well uh i, I guess you can call me an artist because i've i've rapped for like you know, I guess 20 years now, 19, 20 years, just freestyle rap at parties and shit. Nice. Uh, around Baytown, around Houston. Um, and then I just kind of fell in love with the live music scene. Uh, I've always had a love for hip hop, but also, uh, you know, rock music and live performance. And so, yeah, I, I do a lot of uh, freestyle rap. I featured on some songs. If you look up David Isaac, uh, Drive Boy, Isaac, I S I C K. I've done a couple songs with Drive Boy on Spotify. That's on Wax. Cool. Uh, and I, 
I guess I'm planning on doing some some more stuff if I if I get more time. But uh, COVID's giving me a lot more time to focus on my uh, entrepreneurial aspirations. All right, that was me and David Isaac I S I C K. If you want to check him out, uh, if you want to listen to the rest of that episode, just go on over to Patreon.com/slash John Wayne is dead. He is a very cool dude, definitely an awesome dude for life, and we'll be talking more to him uh, coming up. So. Moving along to our story portion of, of the show, you know, I, I like to give some context as to how these come to my mind sometimes. And I'm like, I'm going to tell this story. Well, um, this one I was, you know, this week I was preparing for um, a recording uh, on, on another show that I do with uh, fellow horror author Christopher Triana called Vital Social Issues and Stuff with Chris and John Wayne. And I'm not this. I don't have to fucking plug everything and tie everything in. This just actually applies. Uh, you know, we're going to record an episode today. When you listen, if you listening to this the day it comes out, we'll be recording this episode that I was researching. But it's going. It, but it has to do with uh, art and drugs. And I don't want to you know give away too much of of it. But it's like uh, you know this association between the two. Uh, you know, throughout. A certain period of time to now so I w- i'm basically getting my stuff together about that and i was thinking about things that people do uh just randomly like uh you know people take acid and are like oh we should do this or you know what you know and you think about things like pink floyd laser show or you know some dumb shit like that um but i actually thought of some really dumb shit that i did once and it uh, it was amazing so i was like you know i'm gonna tell this story and uh, i might have touched on this before in the past but uh either way this one is called elmo in acid land so this story uh harkens back to my my college days when i was attending sam houston state university uh eat em up cats meow um out out in Huntsville, Texas. Now, uh, just a little background on Huntsville, Texas. If you're not familiar, you might have heard of it uh, if you're not from Texas because that's where they we execute all the prisoners uh, up there. And it's it's there are many um, prisons in Huntsville. It's a prison city, I guess. And it has a university where I went. So uh, Huntsville, you know, of course, much time has passed. Uh, and Huntsville has become much more of a bustling, actual, almost city town type thing with with real stuff to go do and restaurants and stuff. But back then, it was definitely not um, anything like that. We had just there's a Walmart on the freeway that we could go to. Uh, you know, all the bars closed at midnight. The only thing that was open after midnight for eating was Jack in the Box. I'm not joking. That was it. Uh, it was uh, you know. We had it really hard anyway. Uh, that's what she said. But this was back then uh, in this time. So this is like, I want to say, this is like the 99, 2000 era when Elmo uh, has just swept, you know, the nation. Everybody's Tickle Me Elmo is a big thing. And Elmo, you know, there's a Sesame Street character, of course. I hope you know that. But if you don't, that's what it is. And and it was uh, it was such a, it was a big deal. So, you know, of course, they're, they're going to cash that that Elmo check as long as they can and why not? Uh, so, you know, I'm sitting, we start seeing uh, advertisements for a movie that's upcoming featuring our favorite Elmo, uh, our favorite flavor of the, of the week called Elmo and Grouchland. Now it's, a, it's a Muppet movie, which 
excites me. I like I really like the old Muppet movies, you know. Uh, they were awesome, I thought. Muppets Take Manhattan was great. I saw that in the movie theater when I was a kid. The Muppets movies are awesome. And and this has all the earmarks of a of a of a Muppet type movie when they advertise it. But it's clearly like for children. It's a children's movie. And uh you know, and we're like twenty, twenty one year old guys, uh, at the time or something. And uh, so I, I remember we're watching these these ads and, you know, just me and my friends or whatever, uh, whoever happened to be sitting around. And it was always we'd start commenting on how it'd be cool to, to watch that movie on acid, you know, watch all those Muppets running around. You know, I guess it had some cool shots of uh, this dump that they were in, like that he goes to in Grouchland because he goes to, uh, you know, Oscar the Grouch's land. And so, you know, it's a fucking garbage world. Uh, so everything kind of looked cool and the mup, you know, things are jumping out. You know, of course, it's it's a fucking trailer. And, uh, you know, you can only keep saying that so, so many times before somebody finally says, like, dude, let's do it. And uh, and that's, that's this is exactly what happened here. I was uh, with my buddy. Uh, I was probably with a couple of people, but one of the guys there with me, uh, his name was James. He was uh, he was one of the first like uh, singers in a band that I was in up there at the time. And uh, he was, he was, you know, he's the singer for a short uh, time, but good friend. And we, we, we decided one day or night, probably, that we should get some acid and watch Elmo and Gra- go see Elmo and Grouchland. And we're like, yes, this is what we're doing. Boom, locked in. And, uh, you know, and this was also, you know, when, you know, some people are still like this, I guess. But at the time when it's, you know. For me, you know, you, you plan acid as an event, kind of. You you set aside some time. You clear your schedule. You know, it, I, I, they kind of poke fun at that on an episode of Workaholics. If you ever watch that show where they're they're going to do acid and they're like acid proofing their house, uh, which consists of, you know, putting, uh, you know, padding on everything and then, you know, blacklight posters all over the ceiling. So it's kind of funny like that. It. it and that was that was kind of like what this was. We were like, "Oh man, we're gonna do." It. And it and it was like we got the acid and we had to wait, you know, because we're like, "Oh man, we're gonna do this on Friday. It's gonna be awesome," you know, because we had you know classes during the week and and you know we were both you know part time jobs or whatever, so we had to make sure our schedules lined up to do this. And we set aside you know this day to do it. Um, so there was some some. Build up. There was some preamble to this that that got us there, and you know, all the while, while we're waiting, you know, we're we're whiling away the days, just just talk, just like, oh man, I can't wait. It's gonna be so awesome. Oh man, it's gonna be so awesome. Can you believe it? Oh, this is gonna be great, dude. Um, and just just we're just very excited. And uh, I the day that we're doing it, you know, I'm at my my you know apartment that I'm living in at the time in Logan place, uh, shots out. And I'm waiting for James, like, uh, to be there. He, I, I, he's like, a when he gets out of his class and it gets to be another hour or something. So I'm sitting in the living room and, you know, back at this, this time, you know, the way just like we were close with our neighbors and shit. If we were in the house, we just usually had the front door unlocked. Uh, because you, people would just like, Hey man, you'll come out of beer, you know, stuff like that. We did that at the time. Um, and so I'm just sitting there in the living room and all of a sudden the door just like bursts open and James is like, it's time to do acid. And I was like, oh shit, dude, what happened? He's like, I skipped my class. Let's go. And we're like, all right. So 
we have like the time planned to go see this movie and and clearly we're going to a a, a matinee showing you know it's a, it's an afternoon and there is one movie theater in Huntsville at this time that has two screens so there's only two movies playing at a time and it's very small um very intimate uh the only other theater or the only other movie that I have ever seen there was unfortunately You've got mail, the uh, Tom Hanks vehicle uh, with some, you know, special, you know, bright spots by, with Dave Chappelle. But it was uh, on a date or something. It was something like related to that where it just is so stupid. But I already knew. So I knew going in, this is a small theater. You know, it's uh, it's it's small. So we're just excited that one of the movies that it's showing is Elmo and Grouchland happens to be, you know, we're just. And, and I think they rotate them by days as well. So they may be showing six movies, but on this day, they only show this one and this one, that type of stuff. I don't know. But, you know, we went when, when the Elmo and Grouchland was showing. That was when we had picked. So, you know, we start out, you know, I think we opened some beers, cheers to them. We're like, woo, getting ready. And, uh, you know, of course, we, you know, smoked some weed. We're all good. And then it's like, you know, 45 minutes, an hour before we're going to leave. So we take the acid and it was just like paper blotter acid, you know, and we take it and uh, we're like, oh, man, oh, man, this is going to be awesome, dude. This is going to be so awesome. And we're getting psyched up and it's it's like almost time to go. And uh, we're just super excited and laughing and shit. And I was like, and, and we, you know, we're just starting to feel goofy. And uh, I was like, man, I don't we went we went outside and he and I was like, you're driving, right? And he's like. No, I'm, I can't drive. And I was like, ah, oh, shit, man. And uh, my one of my roommates happened to be home. And uh, he, uh, I was like, dude, hey, man, do you mind driving us to the movie? He's like, you want me to drive you fucking acid heads out to the fucking theater? And I was like, yes, please. He's like, all right, get in the fucking van. So we get in his van. He drives us to the theater. It's not. It wasn't like it was far or anything. Nothing, you know, around Huntsville, in Huntsville at the time was far away from anything else. So he he runs us over there. We're giggling in his van like a bunch of fucking, you know, whatevers, uh, cackling, you know, acid dudes. We get there and he drops us off. And I say like, and I, I think one of us was like, hey, man, wait till we go in. Don't leave till we go in just in case like something crazy happens. And he was like, what do you think is going to happen? I was like, I don't know. I mean, what if something happens and we can't get in, you know, just don't leave. And he was like, uh, like, it's going to be sold out. And I'm like, I don't know, man, just and he's like, OK, so he, you know, he sits there in his van. We get out. And now I've planted this idea in my head as like, wait, what, what, what else would they stop us for? And and it starts to kind of this idea starts to turn in my head now where I'm like, we are two adult men, um, you know, going to buy tickets like at two thirty in the afternoon to see Elmo in Grouchland, and I was I, I just had this thing like, man, no, they're gonna like just arrest us immediately. They, 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 like I I just didn't I started to think they weren't gonna let us in just because we were adults and, you know, clearly, you know, smiling like idiots. And so we stopped there for a second and I, I told James, he's like, yeah, man, I, I don't know. I think, yeah, you think you're right. So I went back to the, <clears throat> to the, uh, the van and got my, my roommate. I said, Hey man, would you mind buying us the tickets? And he's like, Oh, come on. I was like, dude, please. And he's like, you fucks. So he gets out of the van he goes up and he's like, let me get two for uh, Elmo and Grouchland for these two fucking idiots over here. And they're like, here you go. And he just gives us the tickets and he's like, 
call me when you are he's uh we didn't have a cell phone i don't think then uh or maybe we did but he was like i'll be back to pick you up he asked the lady what time the movie was over and uh she said whatever and he's like i'll be back to pick you up at that time out front we're like okay cool see ya thanks (laughs) and we and now we're like oh we're in dude we go in we we just go straight to the theater to sit down you know we skip the little popcorn stand and we find our seats and uh we're like oh man this is good we're like in the middle of the theater in the middle of the theater in the middle seats of the you know of that middle area and again very small not maybe 20 aisles you know not not a lot of rows of seats i mean 20 rows or something like that and uh i start to you know before the lights go down i'm kind of looking around and it's not like packed with people but there are other people you know there's an amount of other people here in the theater with us that i'm all noticing and i'm also noticing that they're kids like parents with kids and some parents with like you know clearly uh you know uh, children from other people like uh, you know they brought all the cousins or whatever or you know my our daycare center went to elmo it was uh it was stiflingly uh we were I, i was feeling stifled by all the children around us like they were you know, crushing in. And, uh, but I was like, wow, I, I started just to become very hyper aware that, oh man, we look like such fucking, we're two adult men sitting next to each other in the middle of the aisle, in the mi- middle section and in, in the middle of the row and just surrounded by children and, and pair like with, you know, their parent herder parent at the time, uh, on all fucking all around us. And I, I was just like, oh, God, we look like fucking idiots. This is nuts. And then it finally starts, right? And I'm like, okay, this will be fine. We're, it's dark, you know. Nobody, who fucking cares? <laughs> That's stupid. I'm stupid, you know. And I'm like, yeah, it's gonna be good. And it starts, right? And the opening is pretty cool, like you know, as far as visual stuff goes. Like it is colorful, and a lot of stuff is happening. And he's singing a song, and whatever happens, and he gets sucked into Grouchland. And there's a, I, I think. Somebody, uh, I want to say Beyonce is in this, but I don't think it is. Somebody, somebody sings a song to uh, to to Elmo, and that's like the second number of the of the show. And then it just takes. I mean, it just tanked for me. I was like, oh my god! Again, it set in. I was like, after a few minutes after that, I was like, why is this? This seems really like slow. And it, I, I, you know, my mind again kicked back. Like, dude. It's the middle of the afternoon. You're watching a children's movie in the theater. No one. Yeah, it doesn't make yeah, it's It's for children. That's why it's slow and boring. And I was just like, oh, God, I don't know if I can stand another hour of this. And uh, I looked over at James and I was like, hey, man, like, what do you think? This is kind of fucked up. And he's like, yeah, this sucks. Let's get out of here. So we like get up now and leave and just like walk straight outside. Um, And go to uh the payphone and call my house and uh my roommate picks up and just said it just like says you couldn't do it could you and i was like no can you please come get us and he's like uh i will but you guys are gonna wait at least another half hour uh and i was we're like oh okay so if we just like hung out like on the kind of sidewalk in front of the theater uh looking like even probably bigger fucking creepy weirdos in until uh he came and got us and it 
it was fun, but it at the time I remember thinking like, man, what a bummer of it. Like it, I felt like we ruined our, our acid experience. And, you know, in, in reality, we didn't really ruin it. It was when it, we just hyped it up so much that this was going to be the best thing. And so, uh, of course, once all the uh, shit started pumping through our brains and, and we were like, oh, man, this isn't what we thought it was going to be. And it sure wasn't. But man, was it fun. Uh, so that, you know, and that was just one of the things where, I was, you know, people, you know, think that, oh man, this is what I want to do when I take acid, or I'm going to listen to this when I take acid. And, uh, that's what we're going to talk about on the, on the vital social issues and stuff show. But that made me think of this, this experience and, and time. And, uh, we just went home, we went back, we drank beers, um, drank, you know, smoked some, some more weed. And then, and then it just kind of like took like a quiet leave, like, all right, well, you know, we tried out there, you know, let's, we'll give it a good one next time. You know, we were kind of both disappointed, but, uh, looking back on it after, after a couple of days had passed, we thought it was pretty funny how uh, ridiculous we actually were and, uh, how we were actually realizing it in real time while on acid. Um, so yeah. All right. There you go. Hey, um, we, I mean, what can you say? Uh, Elmo went to Grouchland. He lived to tell the tale, but uh, I'll never know how he did it, uh, I, and I don't ever want to. So thank you guys for joining me for another week of uh, uh, these times, and I very much appreciate it. Please go to johnwayneisdead.com for all of your John Wayne uh, uh, wants and needs and desires. Uh, visit the shop page there for uh, new stickers are out. There's a, a surprise I'm dropping uh, this week. So if you're listening, check the the site this week. Um, all my books are in stock, the records, T-shirts, all kinds of stuff. And when you order from the shop, it comes straight from me. So I will autograph, uh, autograph. I'll sign everything and personalize it and send you some some extras because uh, I, I appreciate you so much. But also, all of my stuff is on Amazon and Kindle if uh, if that's your jam. And uh, don't forget to check out my other weekly show, Vital Social Issues and Stuff with Chris and John Wayne, uh, every Thursday, uh, especially if you want to hear some more uh, acid-drenched tales uh, and, and uh, in-depth conversation about them uh, as far as art goes uh, on that. So if you liked this, check it out. Also, uh, follow me at John Wayne is Dead on Instagram and Twitter, and uh, uh, you know check out my Patreon at uh, Patreon slash John Wayne is Dead. Thank you so much, everyone. Have a wonderful week. And, uh, you know, I'll see you in Grouchland from heaven. <laughs>